Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind finding some some clothes, especially if we're going to go speak to the uh, first seeker, because I still look like I'm I'm wearing what I died in. So okay. <laughs> so um, you uh, so you walk down to the southern end, uh, you know, following more or less the directions he gave you, and you see um, at the very end of it this house, which seems a little unusual, in that there are. Uh, it feels a little bit like I think Terry's is still in chat so she'll know what it means it feels a little bit like the flower box well actually so would Greta uh, Pyron I mean uh, it looks a little bit like the uh, flower boxes in um, the uh, south southern Germany like the Black Forest type of thing um, in some of the sort of I, I'm, rem- I'm thinking about it from when I visited Oberammergau um, these, uh, these sort of flower boxes on the outside it sort of stands out from the places to the left and the right um, it looks kind of out of place a bit but there's definitely a big sign with a needle and thread um, that is printed on it um, that looks very almost brand new actually swinging back and forth outside the door uh, the door itself is um, painted a uh, shade of lavender I assume this is the place. Well, let's let's go in. Then, do you want to go alone, or would you like us to come along? I'm not sure how we are about clothing shopping. Do you need? Do you guys need anything? Um. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we are quite far up north, right? Yes. <laughs> I could do with a cape that is overall I could in use the as a coast, ball. Yes. Yeah. You want. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think I I would like some some winter clothing of some kind. Okay. Like at least gloves. Okay. Yeah, that sounds sensible. Let's okay. go. Uh, I assume we're all going in them. All right. Yes. Um, so uh, you're going to go. Uh, so you go into there. Um, well, there's been a lot of sessions of a lot of combat, Sodi, in part, um, <laughs> and they did have some shopping they had to do. But they will. They will not just do shopping this thing. I don't think. But it's up to them. You know, we'll see. So they go into. You guys uh, enter um, into the shop, and um, the first thing you notice is that, as opposed to the previous places that you just were, this is not cluttered. Um, this looks gorgeously styled. It's two floors, first of all. The second floor is set back from the first, so you it's almost like a loft. And you can see stairs that are leading up to that second floor. And from um, the railing on the second floor, you see these very smart-looking vests sort of hanging there. Um, and you can see um, there are several uh, like clothing dummies that are set up kind of along the outside that have um, what look like pants and suits. Um, and uh, there is one person um, who is behind the counter who seems to be in the shadows. You can't quite make him out. And uh, as you walk in, you hear just what sounds like a rustling sound um, coming from the shadows where the person is standing. Okay, I, I will approach the counter and see if they notice me. Okay, um, and uh, and you see, you know, rustle, rustle, rustle. And then you hear, as you get closer, you can hear that the rustling um, actually seems to be fabric rubbing against fabric. Um, is what it seems to be. Um, and perhaps um, someone like sort of arranging fabric in the back. Still a lot of shadows, though. You can't really see the person. Their back is to you as they kind of arrange fabrics behind the counter. <clears throat> and he turns around. Um, as he turns around, um, first of all, now, you have been in some unusual places in your life, Orash. You have seen, mm-hmm. you have fought giants. You have seen specters. You've um, dealt with lizard men. Um, you have confronted uh, wild beasts and creatures of every description. But you're pretty confident that you've never seen someone like this. A tall, thin man with um, dark hair that seems to be raked off in the most 
um, impressive-looking fashion, like basically styled, um, looking very dramatic. And it's got one curl up in the front as he turns around. The curl bobs forward and then goes back and stays still, like, you know, perfectly like balanced over the rest of his head. He's wearing this incredibly, uh, you know, neat-looking vest with a pocket watch. He's got um, these incredible pants, and he has what looks like some kind of um, large strip with numbers and lines on it that's around his neck. Um, and as he turns around to you, he says, Oh! Oh, goodness. I see that time has come again. Well, I should have expected nothing but this. Right. And he uh, turns around, Urash, and he grabs you, and with surprising strength, immediately bustles you over to one of the mannequins. He says, Yes, yes, I see the time has come. I had expected this might happen, but I really didn't expect to deal with anyone, perhaps this large. And he's, like, taking off your shirt as he's hurriedly, like, putting together uh, shirts and other things. He, like, uh, puts this uh, shirt on, puts a vest on. He's like, Oh, yes, lovely. We'll have to tie that up a bit. And then these pants. Really, do they send you out in these? I understand that you're trying to play a role here, but that's really a little bit over-extreme. And he does this. and Oh, delightful. I think we have something just beautiful for you. And uh, Greta and Selsig, as you guys sort of look... Um, he says, in just one moment, we'll have... Who is this person? Orash. Oh, yes. Well, they didn't tell me what his name would be. Anyway, we'll have him looking perfectly. And he draws this curtain, um, which, like, extends out beyond the mannequin and the place where he is. Um, and then, Orash, um, in about... It feels like 30 seconds, during which you're completely bamboozled. Uh, Greta and Celsi, you hear a lot of sound of fabric rustling and movement and everything else. I went to Celsi, uh, to Celsi. Um, Should we uh, help him? Uh, like right. I don't even know what's going on now. Greta and Selcik, make a perception he's check for me. He's getting dressed. Perception. Make a perception check for me. Selcik's just like I don't know what's going on, but I want to see what the outcome. Is. <laughs> I am mildly amused by this. Proceed. <laughs> okay. Um, you have a twelve. Let's see what Greta has. It's... Something happening. Good. Okay. You see behind the curtain, you note that the curtain does not extend quite as high, or it extends just above Urash's head, and you suddenly see what looks like some black object appear on top of um, where it is. It seems to be floating by itself, and then as the curtain is drawn back, you realize that it is actually a stylish top hat. And as you draw the curtain, Urash has got the full tuxedo that is just decked out, looking all the way to the ground. I mean, Urash looks absolutely spectacular. He's got the little gloves, he's got the cane, right, exactly, the cane, everything else. Um, And he says, oh, it's absolutely a masterpiece, the finest thing. I, I didn't know if I could get it around those broad shoulders, but now clearly we've structured it properly. You, sir, are prepared for the night of the great ball and he raises his arm triumphantly and uh, as he says the great ball uh, the back curtains open and a group of what looks like other tailors sweep out um, from the room and they immediately oh how lovely wonderful oh it's spectacular I've never seen anything like this they all go around him right and they sort of ignore you completely Greta and Salsega North and they said an absolutely spectacular Ernesto it is a masterpiece well thank you it wasn't much I no I you've done such wonderful work now Urash as you were standing here in this um this thing may look gorgeous you've never had on clothing basically okay let alone this like you're just like what the f-? 
um, is any of this. I'm and instead not, of your axe, you're holding a cat I'm like not a cane. Comfortable with this. Yeah. I'm not comfortable, and I can't move properly. Yeah. Urash, you look like you could marry a princess. You should go to the ball. <laughs> and he says, um, "You will look spectacular." And of course, you can't go anywhere in Waterdeep without an outfit like this. And they all Wait, sort of nod what's... their head. I don't want to. I didn't want to say anything. I'm gonna look over to the other two. I didn't tell um, him. We should tell him. It's. I mean, somebody might come in and want their suit back, and that would be like really bad if we just took it, and that's not okay. So. <clears throat> you should pay um, him for it. Dear sir, and Ernesto. And he and he says, um, that's Ernesto. And as he says that name again, you hear from somewhere. You don't know where. Like somewhere in the background, you don't know where. Like you swear to God, you don't see anybody do it. You just hear that when he says the name, and nobody seems to notice that music except you. But and then, okay, oh, the Ernesto, do that to myself. And the part Ernesto, there. Ernesto, <laughs> yeah, right. So um, there might have been some confusion. We have not pre-ordered the suit. And he says, "Oh, well." I understand that's a new thing, avoiding pre-ordering things. It's a, it's a supposedly a way to keep people honest. Um, but uh, and uh, he sort of looks at him. They have a whole new procedure. They they call it uh, they call it dr vest free. I don't know much about it. But, um, but anyway, and he sort of he sort of staggers back and he says, "Well, do you mean to tell me that uh, you are not in fact of the Roaring Horn family? This is not Urash." He sort of pronounces that name and kind of stumbles over it. Roaring Horn. Uh, no. No, I have... No. Sorry. But... And, and he sort of your, lowers your, your, your suit is a piece I, of art, and we, and we are very honored to have witnessed this. All of the tailors turn around and sort of sadly limp back to behind the curtain. The music ceases, oh the tailor shakes his head, and he says, Oh, gosh. Well, all that time wasted. I will never make <laughs> my just... life's work again. Here well, it was, my anywhere. chance existed. Oh, I thought you would be going to the great ball as one of the Roaring Horns, and then I discovered it is not the case. Could I ask, could I ask, they call me were, the you ex, were you expecting somebody else to come in and from the Roaring Horns? Well, yes, I had heard there was going to be a great ball there. It's been all the talk, all the rage. Of course, all the great families, the Simbas, a bunch of them will all be there. This... Okay. If you if, have if, nobody if I, else for the suit, we will of course take it. If, I'm so if sorry. I may, I just, I just need to talk. I just need to talk to my companions a moment. I'm gonna bundle the other two away from okay. uh, so you, Ernesto. So you squeakily <laughs> walk over. You squeakily walk over in your new shoes. <laughs> as you walk over, clanging the cane on things, clanging the top Yeah, exactly. Okay, so there's supposed to be a roaring on. I think we all know where we're going with this. I pretend to be a Roaring Horn. When we go to Waterdeep, we can get in and we can see the Simbas and the Roaring Horns and gather information. First of all, that is dishonest. I'm and stealthy. Second, it's and, stealth. It can't, don't, don't discourage and him. And He's yeah, evolving. And, no, but He's you have to be, like a beautiful uh, flower under my the, careful gardening. <laughs> and that this, you know, that this, this tailor confuses you with a Roaring Horn does not mean that people in Waterdeep will do the same. No, 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 the tailor might confuse me with a roaring horn, but we can make it so people can can see me as a roaring horn. I'm sure. I mean, people see Celsegas or the things all the time: bushes, children, uh, not there at all, rocks, <laughs> horns. I'm Look, sure. Yeah, he can. He I, can I, teach me how to do that. I know I'm... it's dishonest, 
But we have to think of the greater good. Greater good. I'm not for deception of some kind, but the suit is awesome and we should take it anyway. <laughs> That's Just a very good point. Without, Jack without I'd any like a spinning it's like a spinning bow tie as well, please. With with, with any thought of deception <laughs> or dishonesty that might come later, right now this is only about the suit when I'm not thinking about any of the other stuff that you're talking about because I'm opposed to that. But the suit is great and we should take the suit. Can we can we handle it like that, guys? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm okay with this. Okay, I'm gonna. You look so fantastic, right? I also squeak, want him to do stuff for me. Squeak back over to really what? Rush in the suit? The way, what? No we, we pay for the suit. I'm not stealing yeah. the suit, cutie. No, 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 oh no, 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 no. I'm not stealing the suit. Don't worry about it. Cutie. Um, okay, so how much is the suit? Um, he says, well, I, I, if it's, I don't know if I really should properly sell it to you, though. I, it wasn't really. I mean, it was supposed to go to a roaring horn, but oh, but, there is but it a was very tailored for you directly. And, oh, it's all ruined! It's just ruined! And I I thought that I had finally my life's work in front of me, and now okay. I, and he sort of sinks to the ground disconsolate. I'm gonna I'm gonna park that question for in a moment. It's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm I am going to the ball in Waterdeep. I'm just I'm just not a roaring horn. Don't oh, worry about it. Well, I do have um, I do have something to ask you though. You said it was tailored for me specifically. Who asked for it? Oh well, I don't know. There was there was someone who came in, well, not all that long ago, I suppose, a couple of days perhaps, and asked if they said they'd be sending you along, or well, not you, the Roaring Horn, whoever the Lord Roaring Horn, um, and that he would be needing something suitable for the Great Ball at Waterdeep. Well, everyone knows that Ernesto, da 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 da, you know, goes off in the distance, is the greatest tailor in the Ten Towns. So, of course, I accepted the commission. He already paid for it. In fact, he said that and you would be coming in. Entire... I would know you when I saw you, and it was built for you. He described you perfectly, and and now I I don't know who he was, but he he said that you would be coming in. And the attire lends to you being the greatest tailor in all of the Ten Towns and beyond. Of that, I have absolutely no, no doubt, Ernesto. Yes. He smiles. Yes, 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 yes. He smiles. Thank you. Thank you. So I'd like, I would like the suit. We were all in agreement. I would like the suit. You will, you will be able to display your life's work and your greatest achievement at the ball at Waterdeep. Lovely. So we'll be able to do that for you. Um, I, I need help getting this off, though, because... How do you? How do I even move my arms in this thing? And he oh. needs some every. He needs yeah. some everyday pants as well, Ernesto. Yes. Da, 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 da. And he, has, he says, um, <laughs> "Everyday <laughs> pants." Well, I should yes. be able to provide simple clothing. You know, uh, yes. uh, hides, furs, that sort of thing. Simple clothing. Yes. Well, I think I can perhaps accommodate you. And um, he. <laughs> so there's a little um, behind him where you where he drew the curtain. There is another curtain that um, he opens now, and it seems like a little bit of like a dark alcove. And as the light floods in, um, you can see above it says discount area. And um, he says, um, I think you can ah, the dollar find store. what you want right in there. Right, I'll find myself. I'll, I'll need someone's help to get out of these okay. things if we can pack And you do, off. although with Ernesto's help, it does, uh, it does speed that up considerably. <laughs> Fantastic um, stuff. Yes. 
and then, uh, so once that's done, then he sort of leads you in um, to the discount area, where there are a lot of very simple pants of various different sizes and descriptions. None of them, of course, um, are tailored like this. They do not seem to be the life's work. No fleet of tailors arrives to, you know, remark on your appearance, but they will that's be fine. serviceable and, and do what you want. Um, cool. I need short cut-off pants, a vest, and preferably some sort of hide or fur. Okay, and he like does all, he does all of that. So he dresses you out in oh, all of that. Yeah. He tells you that it's Cheers. going to cost you about five gold to get all of that. He That's says, good. but if you're going to wear a vest, and he sort of tentatively holds up a pocket watch, like, maybe just add this, perhaps? <laughs> it would be, Can we take him with it, that? It would be the greatest, <laughs> the greatest thing to add to it. You'd be able to keep time. Uh, time my... for your fashion choices to change, maybe. <laughs> How do you tell time? And he says, well, it's... I, uh, and he sort of looks helplessly at you and uh, Greta and Selsig. He says, I... And he kind of... I don't... I Well, it's it's the look, really. I don't know. I'll just... I'll <laughs> defer to Greta and Selsig. Uh... You, you need one to go with the suit, but you don't need to be able to use it. Okay, I'll take that too then. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so he charges you, I think I said five uh, gold Don't for the lot. It. Um, yes. Five gold for the lot. Yeah, the watch has um, blood on it, yeah. I, I would also like like, like, like a nice fur vest and gloves, please. Certainly! And he starts, sweeps off, singing, be our guest, be our guest, and, da, 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 da. and he goes off, and the tailors come flooding out of the room again. Everyone seems to be in a good mood again. And they can surround I just, Can you. I give this watch to Selsig? You can. Actually, you give it to Selsig as you feel there's like, like some kind of a tornado happening behind you. And as you yeah, look around, you see like it this... is actually Greta, who's been spun about as they're like throwing <laughs> things around her and all this stuff. I check the watch. Um, yeah. Celsius, He's like, this, this feels very delicate. I do not feel comfortable carrying this. Make an investigation check for me, please, Celsius. Ooh, one of my specialties. <laughs> well, maybe not today. <laughs> definitely a watch. No question about it. You've seen watches, and this is definitely a watch. This is I a like watch. this watch. There's this a is ticking a nice watch. Hand. It's a winding watch. It's a watch, obviously, that you wind up. Um, it has a, a cover over it to protect the face, so you can kind of click it to release the spring and open it again. Um, it seems to be nice manufacture, um, and it's uh, held with what looks like a silver chain um, is what holds it to the vest. Is what you can I'm just tell. Trying to think what, I'm just trying to think what can do it where it won't get smashed immediately. <laughs> I'll just put it in my pocket for now. I'll, I'll attach it as is befitted with the fashion. Okay, do you now, do you do you have the chain hanging out like punk rock style, like out of the pocket, or you just have the chain like from vest of it? Like how do you sell like vest, wear this? Vest pocket sort of attached to buttonhole sort of standard. Quality, okay, right. Yes, quality. Okay, so as you... befits a fine clothed gentleman like myself. Like yourself, indeed. So he, <laughs> so you do that. Okay, that's fine. In the meantime, uh, Greta, in a whirlwind of activity, um, they have you fitted out in, you said, uh, fur coat, right? And, no, no, uh... no. Just, just, the, just, the, <laughs> just the vest and gloves. Right. Um, the vest and gloves. So they heard most of that. But what they really focused on was the fur part. So um, you get these furry, like, it seems like some kind of mink or sable. You don't know. It's like really, really beautiful gloves. Oh, no. And then this vest. Um, and this vest is just, I mean, it looks incredibly fashionable. Um, it looks like they're much of the animal that it originally came from might still be on it. I mean, like, there's so much fur on this that it looks like 
it's 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 a lot of fur and immediately the minute you put it on you feel super warm like you know incredibly warm um and uh and he says there we have it something that will keep you warm even in the coldest climes of ten towns when others freeze from lack of fashion you will be warm with the power of your wisdom in buying from Ernesto. <laughs> Ernesto, you're <laughs> best tailor I've ever seen in my life. Thank but you, my dear. This, Thank this, you. This is just far too luxurious, especially for a priest. A winter's ball, yes. Oh, and he uh, stops. Priests. Yes, I can't really. I would feel bad spending that much money on me when it goes like further than just keeping me warm because I know that there are so many people who. He sighs heavily, and he says, Very well. And the tailors vanish again, and he leads you into the discount room, um, where um, they have plenty of sort of stable, (laughs) steady vests. um, You know, like straight ahead normal vest that seem like you know outdoor vest that would presumably keep you warm also solid you know uh, level gloves okay. that you're able to use um and uh, what is this profile picture <laughs> yeah exactly that's exactly right that's the best oh my god i i also awesome. might you know with that much fur i just look like a giant hamster and i don't want that true um so it was really warm though yeah, but still, I, I I take something less luxurious because it's just not appropriate, I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he's able to equip you. He says that is going to run you about four gold or so. Um, yeah, I've got And um, he says, would you at least, though, my dear, just for me, consider adding this slight accoutrement? And he holds out what looks on his hand to be a silver pin, which maybe has, like, a flower on it. And he says, it would... It would really complete the ensemble to make it look like something more than just, oh, something that well, a standard blacksmith could sell. It won't really affect your effectiveness as a priest. Uh, It will provide the light of someone to whoever you're healing, maybe. I I, I look helplessly to my companions. And and Sodi's (laughs) right. It does sync with the shield perfectly. Like, its color scheme, like, just matches. I'm just there, like, I'm not even paying attention to what Greta's doing. I'm just like, I'm just, I've never seen so many expensive-looking clothes in my life. I didn't realize people wore stuff like this. Why, indeed, right. sir. You know, it's all about the surface level these days. It's all about what some of the children say is the bling. <laughs> and he sort of smiles. I'm a dwarf. I've heard all about the bling. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I steal the bling. Um, I, I, I'm really like Greta is inwardly totally torn between not wanting to make Ernesto the the craftsman sad. He looks at you very just, expectantly. But also not like this doesn't seem to be right to like carrying jewelry or stuff like that. But she, but she, she, she accepts it because she, she just can't stand making him sad again. Um, and he when he takes it, well done, well done, yes. Yes, my dear, you will find that will you'll never feel well just naked without this accoutrement. I am so pleased that you've chosen to outline your otherwise rather conservative outfit with something much more dramatic and impressive. Indeed, all of you look what. And then he sort of his eyes fall on you, Selsig, and he's like, "Well, you do have a pocket watch, I see that you're wearing." I'm 
wearing yeah. fine clothes. And that's, that's <laughs> Although something. I have been wearing them this entire campaign, so they're probably not in the best condition. They look condition. like they've received some use. And <laughs> is there a yeah. slight vomitous smell that anyone gathers? <laughs> is there any, any babies, uh, <laughs> There was an incident with some trolls. <laughs> he says, yes, trolls. I'm wow, you know sure what? I, you I... wouldn't want to improve your current state of dress. Definitely. I'm looking not for ball standard fine clothes, but your, your everyday finery, like no, what no. the gentry wears. You're... Thank you, Iliavi. No, 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 no. Celtic, you also need ball fine clothes. <laughs> you don't think that Rush is going to go alone, right? <laughs> I don't know. Let's, that's let's true. See how this... yeah, not... Ernesto says, let's... Did someone say ball fine clothes? And sweeping <laughs> I, out I, from I the tail of Be our guest, <laughs> be our guest. You know, and like, Ernesto, uh... <laughs> ball me up. Yeah, and so they run over Celsic, <laughs> literally pick you up like above their head and bring you over Celsic, and behind the counter. And you ball. just see a flurry of thread, fabric, like just, you know. Um, as Greta and Orash, you, uh, you watch with a mixture of concern and amusement, perhaps. Uh, can I turn to Celsic? Can, can I turn to Celsic and just say to him, Joe, I have Celsic hears I nothing. Noticed. He is currently in occupied. Oh, sorry, Greta. Greta. Sorry, Greta. Yeah, I turn to Greta and I'm like, do you know what? I haven't even noticed that smell for a long time now. <laughs> what smell? <laughs> <laughs> so, the, um, so, the t- so, so, you know, he's going to, right? Um, and uh, then you come out on the other side of this and he says, now I present you, sir, as a man about town, the Ten Towns. And uh, as you step forth from the counter, um, the first thing you are conscious of is the fact that um, there is a very different smell about you now. And as you sort of sniff, you realize that you have somehow, in the midst of this makeover, um, been uh, sprayed with some kind of... It's unclear if it's cologne, perfume, um, some kind of lavender scent, um, but you feel this uh, this sort of... You just feel clean. Um, you have no smell at all. You feel absolutely spectacular. And uh, you um, you frankly think that you probably look pretty good too, and Greta and Urash can confirm this because you are wearing... I see my daughter right there. Hi, my love. Back from her second day of school today. Um, so um, you uh, can see that he is wearing, uh, that Urash now has, again, a vest, sort of like uh, what Urash had. But this vest has got a handkerchief, like just a kerchief, perfectly folded, sticking out of the left bo- on the left uh, pocket. In the right pocket is a boutonniere, right? A flower that's right in the lapel. He's got these perfect um, cufflinks that seem to gleam with some impressive looking thing um, and Celsic, I'm going to come back to those cufflinks in a minute um, and then he's, you've got uh, the vest itself has these sort of longer arms uh, that extend from the vest um, and you realize that you don't have a tuxedo you have a long coat the tails of which extend onto the ground behind you so as you turn around the tails sweep out behind you in either direction and you are wearing these shoes that are so bright and shiny that as you look down you see your face reflected in the surface of those shoes um you are pretty confident you've never seen clothing like this on someone you weren't robbing before um this is like very impressive and those cufflinks look really impressive they look in fact familiar um because the cufflinks seem to be glowing um with the light of these gems like they seem to be like there's like a red gem in one and there's like a green gem in the other that seem to be part of these cufflinks 
and they look really familiar, these cufflinks. Like, you've seen, you think you've seen these gems before, somewhere, you don't know where, but... but Take a closer look at the gems. Yeah, they look, they look very similar to gems you may have previously possessed. They now seem to be set into these cufflinks, which are um, holding up the thing, and they're, they're really nice. Um, and and it, it's strange, because they look identical to ones that you previously possessed. <laughs> I guess if I check my pack, I might be missing two gems now. Ironically <laughs> and strangely, your pocket, your pouch just has two gems missing from it now. Uh, but the two gems you have here seem just as good as the ones that you left behind and far more opulent and obvious to anyone who would care to take them. <laughs> I would be angry if they weren't so fantastic. Oh, there's, that's, that's it. You keep wanting to get angry, but then you're like, Wow. Yeah. Wow, though. God like, damn, this looks wow. good. Uh, yeah. oh. I'm thinking of all the, the higher grade cons I can pull in an outfit like right. this right now. You've upgraded it, right? Like, isn't mm -hmm. one of the legend of, uh, one of the legend, Pyron would know this, isn't one of the legend of heroes things you can upgrade gems or something? Isn't there one of them where you can, like, make gems better? That's what you did. You made gems better. <laughs> you know? That's, that's what we're, that's what we're getting. It's outstanding work, Ernesto. <laughs> da -da 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 -da, and he says, thank you. I, I did my very best with it. I think you'll find that those silly rocks that you had do much more work for you here where they are on the front. And you'll notice that we've repurposed some of your other things as well. And for the uh -oh. first time, you notice that on your shirt, the buttons on your shirt going down seem to all be made of coins. Like just coin button, coin button, coin button, coin button. There's a lot I'm of these coin buttons mugging. all the way down. <laughs> You ba you basically glitter from every place that you can find. Like you're, you're sort of dazzling, in fact, in, in the light. I do know. Well, I do appreciate good um, props because people will remember a suit, not an halfling. All they will remember is the details of the suit. Exactly, I will sir. They like to show that your profession shines from you. Here we can see that you're someone who understands finery and good taste. And, of course, you're the kind of person who's come by these things honestly. That's why you're not afraid to wear them honestly. He smiles. Well said, Ernesto. Yep. <laughs> All right. So um, he, says, um, he says, now, um, the uh, cost, of course, for this... Uh, this was not necessarily paid for by uh, the same benefactor who paid for the other one, so um, this will unfortunately cost about uh, 20 gold, but uh, this 20 gold is well spent, sir, and uh, I'm happy to throw in, of course, a free shoe shine kit uh, for free. That sounds excellent. Um, so I'll pay him the 20 gold, and how many gold am I down for the actual... <laughs> so as you look at it, your your pouch definitely looks a lot lighter than it was. Um, yeah. It, it <laughs> seems like you pay it, and you, you're you about 240. You feel like you're below 200 now, pretty pretty safely. Um, you know, you feel like a, as you're doing that, you notice that the pouch nah, itself gone, seems to please. be sealed with, like, coins themselves, <laughs> coin buttons. These coin buttons work really well, though. Like, they're very fur... They, they, they seem attached really... They're not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, they're not... You know? They're not easily... I definitely need to start splitting this money into various locations. <laughs> I, I would knew the location of some poor people where you could split, split it to. Right. So, yeah. Well, we'll, exactly. we'll consider again, that. Greta, Moving again. on. Um, nothing, nothing. Okay. <laughs> All right, so he says, um, well, my friends, is there anything else I can provide you with? I would say that you're ready for the great ball. And, of course, uh, it's a good thing. It's only going to be a couple of days from now, of course. 
Well, okay. thank you, Ernesto. You've been fabulous. And he says, thank you, my dear. I always endeavor to try. And he lifts his arm and all the tailors come out and they lift their arms together and they all spin in place and they say, thank you for your time. When you return, we will make you look even better than you feel. And they just um, stand there frozen. I, I put my hand up. up. Can I have these wrapped? And they sort of look at you, not like just blinking. You get well, the impression this is the, you know. Yeah. I can't travel to Waterdeep wearing this, but I very much look forward to unwrapping them upon arrival. Have and I will a make wonderful sure to spread day. the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take them to the blacksmith? Sure, if you want. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Can I update so, you? I've been AFK a bit. Uh, there has been a Taylor encounter. X5, I think, is what I would say. Critical success. Yeah. Um, I had some questions for Ernesto. Um, all right. So if Ernesto, possible, unless responds. unless we've been unless we have been ushered out of the shop. Uh, yes, Ernesto. Uh, Ernesto remains. He's still got his hand up in the air, like, you know, sort of like that's semi-frozen cool. animation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good. It's a good point. I could ask him to put his hand out. I might. I might like take him off to one side, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, and so I'll go. So, I need to ask you about the man who paid for these clothing, these clothes. And did he specifically describe me or someone who may look like me? And uh, he he says to you, "Well, sir, um, of course, I, he, the person in question, made it clear that I wasn't really to describe them in any great detail. They seemed anxious that you simply have the clothes provided to you, and um, and that was all. Um, they wished to remain anonymous. You see, I, I do have, of course, my customer standards to consider. Um, okay, I'm going to put five gold on the counter in front of him. I'm going to go. So." Is there nothing that could convince you otherwise? And he says, um, <laughs> because I have a feeling, and I will, I will cut him off if he is talking already. Okay. I have a feeling that this person may, at some point, wish me and my comrades ill will, and I'd like to be prepared for it if that is the case. Oh, and he says, oh, I, I certainly would hope not. Um, I, I, we certainly don't want to be involved with that here. I am always a tailor of the finest discretion. That is how I have made my reputation. You see. I never get involved with any funny business if I can avoid it. And um, it precedes you, which is why I know that this conversation will remain strictly between us. Oh, of course, sir. Under no circumstances would I reveal it to anyone, but you must realize that that's precisely what the person, your benefactor, said to me. I must be careful about not changing my standards, sir. Um, I'm afraid there's no money that could help you, but... And he sort of looks around and he lowers his voice. I can tell you perhaps only one thing. Your benefactor was not a he. It was a female. And he says, And with that, in a louder voice, we must bid you all adieu. And he lifts his hand again. And everyone, all the tailors who have, during this whole time, not moved their hand, although you can see, like, one of the tailors, like, his arm is starting to shake a little bit, obviously, like, from having had his hand up in the air that long. So, Okay, I'll leave a gold on the counter. Uh, thank you for the information. My pleasure, sir. Enjoy your new clothing. May you always make as good an impression on the outside as you do for yourself on the inside. Okay. Stay safe. I'll leave the store with the other two. Okay. All right. 
you do that. Uh, just before we move on, let me uh, stop just for a second to uh, thank everyone who is watching us today. I hope you guys are enjoying this. This is Dungeons and Dragons with the GOG stream team, Pyron J, Darksaber 2K, and of course Screaming Joypad, also known as Mike, uh, or the other way around. Mike, also known as Screaming Joypad. And <laughs> no, it's playing... Screaming Joypad on my best certificate. Okay, that's that's okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah, um, that's kind of. Playing... There are those who call him. Mike, and this is Storm King's Thunder. Um, the uh, these three are trying to figure out the details of why there have been this increase in giant attacks, um, not just in the town they came from, Nightstone, but in the town that they're at now, uh, one of the ten towns, Bryn Shander. There are also some other quests there, but they had some shopping to do first, and that's uh, that's basically what we've been doing so far. So if you like what you see in here, please make sure to follow. Uh, thank you for following me. I appreciate it. My name is Arvin Elrond. This is Pen and Pixels. My week weekly show on story and narrative but also make sure to follow these individual people either on youtube or on twitch because they all either stream or do youtube stuff and are very good people all right now with all that said um back to you guys what do you want to do um i am going to try and store the ball finery as carefully as i can in my pack because i do not particularly want to get jumped by all the poor people in town all right so now are you going to do this on the street because you're currently standing out in front um yeah with this, like um, and by the way as you do so so it's about it's it's you know it was the morning when you first got so it's probably about 11 o'clock now so as the sun um comes down from a uh, winter sky it reflects everywhere like you are just gleaming the Celsig and there's several people yeah. who sort of stop and look at you curiously and uh, there's one who kind of does a wolf whistle from a distance and uh, all this stuff so they are that all, yeah. said I'd love to see the muggers that take their chance with a half-orc standing next to me <laughs> <laughs> so I might just stay in it out of morbid curiosity <laughs> it's up to you hmm. Rash, Rash I wave him over. I'm just like, you smell like a brothel. What? <laughs> Thanks, I think. <laughs> and you look like someone I borrowed money off of once. Both I true. did borrow money off me once. <laughs> I mean, other than you. <laughs> if anyone asks, you're my bodyguard. Wait, I'm already your bodyguard. Bodyguards get paid. Oh, okay. You're going to pay him. <laughs> wow, bodyguards get paid. To, uh, uh, Greta, so bodyguards get paid. <laughs> First of all, Salsic, you're going to pay him, and second, Urash, why do you know how a brothel smells? No, no, he's going to pretend. <laughs> don't, don't ask questions like that. I'm not, I'm not going to answer questions like that to a woman of the cloth. <laughs> anyway, so we've got stuff you to do. You worry me sometimes. <laughs> Okay. So anyway, we've got stuff Boy, to do. Boy, have we got sites to show you when we get some water deep breath. <laughs> okay, what do you guys want to do? Um, I don't Salto's know. Salto's light right. shines so even got... in the darkest corners. Of that, I have no doubt. And Tempest is fire, you lights them also. I'm trying to sneak there. Um, right, so we've got a few things we could probably do. I mean, I know the, the guy you guys brought to the healing house... Mm -hmm. um, He's probably got a story for us, but that means it was going to Waterdeep. But they did say that there was a ball there in a couple of days, and I have absolutely no idea how we're going to get to Waterdeep in a couple of days. It's like a couple of weeks away. I've no idea. Is it? Wait, wait, it's, a, wait, wait. it's a while away from where we are right now. It is a good distance we, by normal transit methods, yes. We, yeah, need, yeah. we, know, we know a guy with a flying castle. If only. If only. Now, I'm interested. I'm interested. And this is Orash talking. I'm interested in seeing what um, Markham Southwell and Ulrich Brighthelm 
wanted us to do to try and help the town and if we can do that before leaving here yeah um still we might want to advise our <laughs> giant like... friend by the name of Sephiroth Whatever you want. I'm sorry. I didn't write this time. I said, I I really... You could see her. You would pausing. She's like, I don't want to draw. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just a meme didn't... now, Pyron. It's yeah, not, it not your fault at all. I didn't write this time. <laughs> and um, so that we want to, that we will need to go there. And maybe well, he also knows about the Ring of Winter, so we could ask him about that as well. And also, I'm going to ask him about the axe. Yeah. He's going to at least know some of the details about it. So. Um, this also, you mentioned there was a weird woman you met in the town square who wanted to meet all three of us for some unknown reason. Um, oh yeah, there was the first speaker that someone said we need, probably needed to go speak to. So we've got some, we've got a lot of stuff to do, or we could do. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel we have to go to the ball now. We've made all the effort. <laughs> well, I think that's, I think that definitely that's going to be like where we're going to find the information <laughs> did, we need from. Did you hear the, Did you hear the, the family name um, Ernesto mentioned? I did. I very much did. The mm, Simbers. Simple, yeah. Yeah. And the the, the son of Archer Simber mm. told us we should go to Waterdeep for, to look for his father. Mm -hmm. So that yeah, and he said he had connections connections with the Roaring Horns. So they're probably they're, they're probably old friends, or they've got working connections, or something like that. So that's definitely where we are going. It's just what we want to do before we go there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it, that we should talk again to that woman. What was her name? Belladonna or something? Belladonna. Something. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. She's a big fan. Okay. Yeah, maybe well, she's go... really, really a big fan of us. Well, you said she was, like, wandering around the market square at some point, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's... I think she's a thief. But we will see. You think everyone's a thief? You think what I'm did... a thief? Why? Did she... Yeah. And one will... out of three... I'll, I'll stop talking <laughs> in the middle of that sentence as soon as self exposed. <laughs> I was like... And one out of three times, I'm right. <laughs> You technically so, haven't witnessed me steal anything, just want to say that. Other than my kills. <laughs> <laughs> nice, well, well, well played. Um, well played. Yeah, why? Did she steal stuff from you? No, it's just a feeling. It's just a mm. feeling. She she also seemed to, like, zoom in on, on cells. Like, it was a bit strange. Um, okay. I have fans! You're going to have yeah, more so, fans in that outfit. Okay, let's. But we should go to the town. We should go to the to the to like to the town nobles first because they are the higher ups. So that's the town what? Sorry. The the, the like um the best chain like the administration guys. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah Just adding up to my character the, um, sheet. Outrageous the... money outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want that thing described down to the last coin. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your your features and traits. Uh, pain there just to hit that I want that entire feel entirely full of uh, also of in brackets also it's worn by a halfling but that's yeah. unimportant also because, halfling because if, if we know what they want we can we can like make plans and then talk to that's cool Roth. they may they may all they may all be in the same location at the first speaker's house because I know Markham Southwell was looking after Divester Shane yeah, like, so at least at least last time I saw him anyway and Augur Greyhelm's probably not probably not too far away from him so if, if she feels better so yeah let's Ah, Let's she's see. made of stronger stuff. Don't worry about it. We're uh, we're, we're we're hardy people. <laughs> okay, so where where are you guys? So so of that group, what did you decide to go to? Like where? Did uh, you go? First first speaker's house. Okay. Or yes. first speaker's uh, uh, office, if it's still in one piece. Yes. Or yes, wherever yes. they are. Um, 
So it's not, isn't it? That, that, that stone crashed into it. Well, uh, it depends how much of it was destroyed, I suppose. You can right, and you actually don't know because you haven't seen it since the attack. So you can certainly yeah. go back and see what's 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 Let's there have a look. if you wish. All right, go. Cool. All right, so uh, when you guys go there, and let me let me move this down a little bit. Um, uh, this area, um, right around, let's call it about, eh, I think it was about here, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, is more or less where that was, because you may remember the attack happened, and then you guys made this, like, crazy run up to get to the market district, and, you know, all that stuff happened from there. Um, but, uh, so you managed to get back to the place where it was, and indeed, um, there is a huge boulder on top, which basically you know, has half of the roof stove in on the top level. Um, but there are a couple of guards that are standing outside the front door, and when you go up and ask them, uh, they tell you that basically the place is inhabitable, is usable, and in fact is being used up to the second level. Uh, the third level is shut off, um, but it's usable up to the second level, and they say the reason that they're doing that is because it's one of the largest buildings in uh, in um, Brinchander, and they frankly, they're... All the houses are serving double duty for a lot of people. Mm. Either they're private houses that they can't necessarily commandeer, or they're houses that are sort of housing the wounded or the injured, or guard staging, you know, staging posts for the guards. Like it's it's all kind of messed up a little bit at the moment, so they have to use this place. But it seems pretty sturdy. Um, it seems like it's it was built to last originally. So even though the third floor is not accessible, the second and first floors are. And yeah, go ahead. Okay. It has a boulder on top. Yeah, literally, there is a there is a stone, a boulder on the top, in the roof, like in the middle of the roof, as if it was, I, you know, thrown there. I totally want to have a look at that boulder. Okay, well, it's not. I mean, you're gonna have to. Climb, I mean, it's not easy because you can't get to the third floor. You need to. You need to like somehow fly up somehow or climb up the side to look at it on the roof. From where you are, you can certainly <laughs> see it. Um, this I've got is, some pixie dust. Yeah. This clearly, one thing we can tell work. for sure, one thing you can probably tell, Greta, is the direction of it. Make a, um, let's say make an investigation check for me. Let's do that. Okay. One moment. Uh, investigation, investigation. There we go. Okay. Nice. I think that's enough. Um, you can definitely tell that this rock it's uh, it's set in so the roofs are as you might be able to tell from the map there's you know floor floor and then the roofs are sloped right and so this is literally through one side like stove in one side of the roof in other words as opposed to nightstone where you may remember that the stones were basically dropped on top of the buildings like they were yeah. rain this one was fired here or sent here like this hit at an angle so in other words this must have come presumably from a catapult from a something like it, it definitely did not get dropped from a flying tower um and in fact you do remember that when the attack first happened there were siege weapons and siege weapons and things like that catapults being yeah. used for this yeah and um so one thing i wonder and why i want to look at this stone is i know about stones because i'm a dwarf and i know about stuff and a stone cunning and stuff so um I wonder whether I could guess if this is a stone that might originate in this area or was brought here from far, far away. That's a good question, but to know that, you would have to get up to the boulder to see it. You can't tell it from this distance. Okay, but I know that several boulders have hit the city, right? Yes, that's true. Um, okay. There's not another one around here that you see, but, there, but elsewhere there definitely are, yes. Okay, well, let's go in and talk to people. Definitely true. 